Welcome back to the Always Aggressive Podcast. I'm Corey Palmas, Tana Lipson, and head coach Tony Ersland uh, on on uh, this week. As always, fellas, uh, we are in getting into the, the middle of the fall semester. Week four is just wrapping up here on campus. Um, I know that means that some exciting times are just around the corner for Purdue Wrestling, no doubt about it. Uh, first practice is less than a month away. Uh, the guys are are hopefully taking care of business in the classroom and uh, and and doing all the things that they need to do. The other thing that we've got to talk about, and we'll lead off with this, uh, the schedule released this week from the Big Ten. We had the non-conference stuff. We had the, the, the early season tournaments. Now we know the rest of the deal. Uh, it's it's good to have it all in order. Know what you're, know what you've got laying ahead, isn't it, Coach? No, yeah, it's absolutely right. It just adds clarity to uh, you know how you want to progress through the season, how and when you want to peak, right? When you need to be at your best, all of those things. So uh, yeah, it's great to finally have the the schedule in hand. You know, there may be a few tweaks. Um, you know, there's some TV things I know that are still being looked at and that we want to work on as well. But yeah, we've got dates and we've got schools and, you know, that that's enough to keep us excited for now. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> always good to, to actually get those, especially for me, I got to, I got to book flights and <laughs> planes and trains and automobiles <laughs> and all that fun stuff. But, um, it's nice to see how it lays out and know when you're going to be home and know when you're going to be away and, and not just from a wrestling perspective, from like a life perspective, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> we got to figure out, <laughs> we got to figure out when we're going to be gone, who's taking care of the kids, when they got soccer practice. Yeah. I mean, I say my wife will be excited to know that uh, you can update the calendar now for yeah. you know yeah. what the next several months are going to be. She'll be excited about that as well. It's like, all right, Absolutely. when's Tony going to be gone? When, when can I have some peace around the house? Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> well, I don't know, you know. Peace and quiet, like it's, it's it's relative. It might be peace and quiet when I'm gone, but you know, when I get back, I got stuff to get off my chest, right? About how the trip went, how the guy wrestled. She's she's going to have to listen to all of that as well. So uh, let's get into some of the details of the Big Ten schedule. Um, you know, we, we will finish up the non-conference slate on December 30th up at Midlands. Um, and then Big Ten season will kick off January 7th as uh, we head on a relatively long and what will probably be a very tough road trip. That is one hell West. of a road trip, guys. Yep. Yeah, no. Excited. I mean, uh, and, and something for our viewers, too, just so they understand, because it does look a little different. And I know Tanner put this in his release yesterday. You know, this is the first year we went to divisions. Okay. So you're going to wrestle your six division foes. We're, we're in the West, you know, just like football, it's structured the same. We get those six division foes and then we get two cross divisional opponents. Um, and then, and you're going to see, obviously we're going to always have Indiana. And then we've got that one other that rotates with us. So just so people know, as you look, you say, well, geez, it looks a little, you know, lighter than years past. We went from the, the nine traditional duels and what that rotation has been to this year. We're in divisions and you catch two division you know, cross division opponents. So, so eight total as you're looking at it. And that will be a little different for, for people who have paid attention for a number of years here. Um, but Nebraska, you know, my, my old stomping grounds, my kids were born there. We lived there for eight years. So uh, excited to be back there for both, both the duel as well as big tens down the road. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, as soon as this came out yesterday, I had some, um, some friends uh, from Nebraska hit me up. Be good to see you back in town. Let's find time to connect. 
And so that's just, you know, a lot of memories there. And I look forward to that trip, you know, kicking off the Big Ten season uh, at Nebraska. Be a lot of fun. Good test, right? Another good team uh, in a, at near the top of the Big Ten the last few years as well. So look forward to that. And then obviously rolling into Iowa on, on Sunday. You're going to be, you know, defending national champs, Big Ten champs. And, uh, and we know what they are. So we get uh, tough tests early, but I like that. You know, I like, you know, it'll be a good test for our guys to see where we're at and, and how we need to kind of make some changes or, or work on some things as we work on finishing up uh, towards Big Tens. Um, the other thing I'd say that's notable that we really like is, we, you know, we're at home for the next three duels, right? Like we get that Michigan State, Illinois, and Wisconsin all at home. So we're at home for 20 days. And uh, that'll be nice to wrestle in the, the friendly confines of Holloway. And uh, before we hit a short road trip to Indiana, you know, have Minnesota back back at home and then a short road trip to Northwestern. So really, it, Tanner, right, he's talking, he's looking like we get past that first road trip and it's a very travel friendly schedule for him. Yeah, <laughs> already. You know, he's, he's got to worry about this first road trip, but, but I really, I my feet up already, Tony, I, I'm, I've already, I've already relaxed, <laughs> but no, I, I do. I mean, and, and in all earnest, um, really tough tests early with good teams that we know very well. Uh, I really enjoy that and getting those guys early. And then we've got a chance, not that it lightens up from a, you know, a difficulty standpoint, cause you have good opponents all the way through, but you know, the, our next double weekend is at home, zero travel involved there. So, you know, we're, we're in the friendly confines for the weekend and then it's just one duel, you know, each weekend, the rest of the way. So it gives you from an overall perspective, you've got a chance to train, maybe to rest some people, you know what I mean? Get healthy if, if you're nicked up or whatever. And the fact that we do have a weekend off in between, which I've never had, you know, since we've been scheduling, since we are down to eight dates, we go from February 6th with Minnesota at home and we, we skip a weekend. And by the way, that's Super Bowl weekend, which, uh, you know, Tanner was very pumped. He's never had a Super Bowl weekend off. That I he, don't think I've watched the Super Bowl in 15 years, guys. I'm not kidding. There you go. He's used he to be some great games. You know, he's working on travel or typing up, you know, uh, meet, you know, uh, kind of scores and wrap ups mm-hmm. or I'm on a bus or I'm on a plane or I'm something. Right. But we will be at home on Super Bowl weekend. Uh, give us a nice opportunity again, just to, we'll be training and getting ready for the end of the year as well as Northwestern, but, but to enjoy the Super Bowl and do some fun things as a team, you know, presents a, a nice opportunity as well. So I just think overall, I'm really excited about the way the schedule shook out. You know, it's trying some new things. You never know how it's going to go. And, and we were, uh, you know, um, pretty happy with the way it shook out overall. Absolutely. Um, kind of skirting back to that first, uh, that first trip, Tony, and talking about, you know, like you said, going back to your old stomping grounds. But in addition to that, it's going to, uh, it'll be a preview trip for us because that's where Big Tens will be hosted this year. Yep. Um, we did that. You know, we had the same situation happen to us two years ago when uh, we had a road trip to Rutgers during the regular season and then went back to Rutgers for, for Big Tens. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though that trip was a little, uh, what's the word I want to use here, tumultuous, yeah. uh, the first trip to Rutgers, you know, we had to go to the hospital. We had to do a few things that were out of the ordinary. Um, we had to do like the home alone dash to the airport um, to make our flight that night. Well, um, yeah, we had to go see Bruner, just to remind everybody, right? Bruner dislocated his kneecap. 
Mm-hmm. So we found him sitting in the hallway, you know, waiting to see a doc. So it was true. We had to get Bruner seen by a doc, and then we made a mad dash uh, to the airport to make our flight. And what was even crazier, too? So, Corey, I don't know if you've even heard this whole story yet. So we get to the hospital, right? And we're, we got the whole team going through the hospital, mm-hmm. you know, like this pack is moving to the hospital and uh, this gentleman who's this gentleman pulls me aside and he's got a name tag on, but he's dressed very casually. He was in like a sweatshirt and jeans. Like he okay. wasn't, he wasn't dressed professionally. And he starts asking me questions. He's like, you know, what's going on? Who are you guys? What are you, what's, you know, told him, you know, pretty wrestling. One of our guys is in the hospital. Dislocated his, you know, he's hurt. I didn't know. I didn't know he dislocated his kneecap at that point. I don't think. No. But uh, so the guy, you know, we're, we're, I told him we're trying to get him seen. We don't, you know, we don't know exactly what's happening. And so this guy ends up being like the head of security for the hospital. <laughs> and he had the kid, he had Bruner in a room with a doctor in five minutes. Like it was bonkers. Like it was just like, it was a random, like kindness of strangers event yeah. where like this guy, like he made sure like we went from being a, a weird group of dudes with funny ears, like, you know, rolling through the hallways of a hospital to uh to vip treatment like in minutes so it was uh that was a pretty cool uh pretty cool occasion that that happened there out of a a really bad situation but um regardless of that i thought it helped us to have like a preview and a understanding of the area and the landscape of um where big tens were going to be hosted once we got to big tents do you did you think that did you feel the same way, Tony, about how it all went down, or like what was your yeah. take on? No, I thought it was it was great, right? Not only do you get a preview of the landscape, what's going to work, you know, how things are going to be run, like you get a lot of good information there, so your your team's comfortable with what that situation is going to be. Um, but we had great vibes too, right? Because we had won a, a tremendous duel, right? It was came down to Parker at the end, and and we won a big duel in uh, in the rack you know, which was a great environment, right? Big crowd, loud, noisy. So I think that was fun. You know, you, you have good vibes. So when we came back, I think we were always, a, we were a very confident group, had a lot of uh, fun in that building uh, prior to the, the tournament and it continued, right? We wrestled a very strong uh, big 10 tournament, finishing top five and eight placers who all did very well. You know, it was a, just a lot of good vibes there. And, and so, you know, you look forward to the same thing uh, at Nebraska. It'll be a little different though, right? We're going to wrestle into Vanny for the, yep. at least that's the way, you know, it looks like it's scheduled now. And then we'll go into Pinnacle downtown, you know, for the, for the tournament. Sure. So it'll still be a little different, but no, I never hurts to be in town and, and get a feel for, for what it's going to be later on, you know, what to expect and how it's going to work. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking as well. So it's uh, it'll be, it'll be nice there. Um, some other uh, highlights, the annual duel with uh, Indiana, be yep. January 29th down at their place. Um, I really like their new facility. We've only been down there once. Is that right, Tony, since since they built it? Yeah, yeah, we competed, what, down there two years ago, I guess. Two years ago, yep. Yep, had a good win down there at that time as well. So, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's another uh, fun trip for us. Um, I, I like that trip, honestly. That's the only thing that I uh, – that I kind of didn't enjoy about the schedule as they got us kind of in the middle there. It now albeit it's, it's on a Saturday night, which is a, a much better time than where it's been. Um, I would love to always kind of close out the season, you know, with them, you know, that's the one, I think that's a good in-state rivalry duel. 
sure. for people. I'd, I'd like to see that towards the end sometimes rather than in the middle. But hey, they got us on a Saturday night, and, and uh, you know that's great. Um, we will uh, close up the home schedule February sixth. Um, that will, I mean, likely be senior night. Obviously, that's always open to uh, to scheduling and how that'll all play out. Um, but a very cool opportunity for uh, Purdue fans to to come see, you know, Olympic gold medalist and future WWE star Gable Stevenson of Minnesota. Um, you know, the, the news recently coming out that he was going to come back and uh, and we get to host him, host him here at Holloway Gym. Yeah, that's, you know, that should be fun. You just kind of mentioned his uh, NIL deal with uh, with the WWE. And the noteworthy thing there is with all of the talk about what this could be, especially for mainstream sports, you know, talking football and basketball, it's my understanding if you look around the Twitterverse and, and other places that he probably had the biggest NIL deal, right? Like, you know, out of any athlete, yeah. football, basketball, anyone. So it is kind of fun to see that, that, uh, that a wrestler – um, coming off, you know, national championship and then the Olympics had had been able to seize and capitalize on that momentum. And that bodes well for the sport for all of our guys. You know, we've got a lot of tremendous wrestlers and competitors. So happy to see that uh, that he's back um, and that, you know, he's kind of created that buzz for that wrestlers can appeal, you know, on that level uh, to companies and, and uh, other uh, you know businesses. For sure. Um, I don't know if people saw this. Um... I think I said this to you, Corey. Uh, Big Ten Network came out with a deal a while back of the most followed student athletes in the Big Ten on Instagram. And not only was Gable Stevenson number one, but three of the top ten student athletes in the conference were wrestlers. Wow. I think with, you did show uh, me that. I'd forgotten. With Spencer Lee at Iowa joining Gable. And uh, Roman Bravo Young out of Penn State was was another one that was in the top 10. And so I thought, you know, you think about that. And, you know, like you said, the, the narrative with NIL is that, you know, football, men's basketball. Right. And um, then you look at something like that. And it's like there's as many wrestlers as there are football players. And there's more wrestlers than there are men's basketball players. Mm-hmm you know, in, in, in this conference. And so I would actually be really curious to see what that looks like nationwide as far as other sports. Um, Cause I got to imagine uh, uh, what's his name that Oklahoma state's probably got some ridiculous numbers on his social media as well. Uh, Ferrari, AJ oh, Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah. 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 He's probably got, you know, cause he's, he's played the role and he's got that kind of uh, that personality that, that's drawn a lot of attention. So um like you said, very cool for, for wrestling and for wrestlers to, to see what kind of opportunities are out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, coach said, uh, we're still waiting on TV. Uh, Big Ten Network should announce the, uh, the schedule here in the next few weeks. Corey, you probably know more about that than, than any of us. Um, but uh, wrestling board matches at home that will not be televised will be covered by our main man, see palm in, in in the finest way possible <laughs> yeah that's it you, i know they're they're waiting on uh, as always you know waiting on basketball and, and some of that to to shake out um to, to to get that definitely set and you know there's some good matches or good matchups i should say uh across the conference they they release not just our schedule of course but the entire conference's schedule you can take a look at some of these weekends and say okay you know, if you if you want to ballpark how many how many wrestling meets are going to get televised for the season, and then um, you know some of the real premier stuff, you can look at 
each weekend and say, okay, this, this is more likely, this is less likely. We won't, we won't get into forecasting. I would, I would say uh, there's only a couple great duels that first weekend, it looks like. Uh, Minnesota-Iowa looks like a really, a really fun duel that I would imagine they'll want to be a part of. But, but you know, Purdue at Nebraska and Purdue at Iowa are, are two marquee events that first weekend. And I wouldn't be surprised if you guys got the linear treatment, um, at least one of those uh, first two road duels. Yep, no doubt. Like I said, a good schedule, man. I mean, anytime you wrestle Big Ten, right, it's you're going to see quality opponents. But, uh, you know, the, the goal, right, is to get these guys out on TV and let people see them. we got a great product. We're excited about it. We have a, a good team, right? Seven, eight national qualifiers should be in the lineup. So, oh, it, it's going to be fun. And we and we really look forward to it. One thing, I before we move on from schedule, Tony, you mentioned kind of in passing when you were running through – just two dual events in the entire month of February. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, what do you think on that? I know there's, there's, you know, yeah, control what so you can control, and and that's out of your control. But, but, what are your yeah. thoughts on that? Um, you know, if, if you ask me this, I, I I pause for a second because my thinking on this has probably changed a little bit over the years. Um, if you, if you, uh, talked to me five years ago, I probably would like to have wrestled a little bit more in February. And we've okay. seen you go out of conference. If you, yeah. If you talk about the team that we have, uh, the group that we have, right. Both in experience and where they're at in their careers. Um, it's not about matches for them in my opinion, right? Like you've got two guys come back, um, Devin Schroeder, you know, working on a year six, Max Lyon had you know, a year five, you know, those guys have competed a lot and won a lot in their career. And so for them, I kind of like the way it tapers down for us. It's more about keeping sharp and, and they don't need the matches, right? The match count um, from maybe before in my mind has gone down. If you look at guys who are doing well, match counts are a bit lower than what they have been in the past. So I'm not, I'm not too concerned about us having a lighter February. You know, the goal is to be healthy and, and to be sharp. And I always believe in preparation as a way of, of sharpening. You know, uh, some guys need to compete. Let's be honest. Sometimes you got younger guys and they need to compete more to get sharp. All right. But but I feel like for this group, um, you know, like I said, a, a lot of national qualifiers who have all won matches back and are going to be ranked high and seated high. You know, this is good. It gives us a great opportunity to uh, do a lot of winning, especially early at some of these marquee events and against good opponents. And then, hey, then let's just stay sharp. Let's stay healthy. Let's stay sharp, you know, and, and be ready rolling into Big Tens in the NCAA tournament. Absolutely. Um, speaking of events, let's transition into uh, Tony. You get to uh, you, you'll be on location for a pretty cool event this weekend, um, headed down to Dallas, Texas for Flow Wrestling's Who's Number One event. Um, yep. Obviously, due to recruiting restrictions and the NCAA and whatnot. We cannot get too specific about individuals or or matches that we're excited about, but um, overall, um, you got to be pretty excited to go see this in person. Yeah, going to be awesome. Going to be fun. Um, the card, right? Just up and down the lineup. Uh, tons of of tremendous talent, and then a lot of kids that we're very interested in and have been interested in Purdue as well, right? So, um, just made it an event that we couldn't pass up. You know that we needed to be down there and watching these guys and. And, um, you know, just continuing to follow them on their journey. 
So uh, really excited to be able to get down there for the day. It'll be a quick in and out trip. You know what I mean? Going down Saturday, you watch it, you're back out Sunday morning. But again, you know, uh, when you're this deep on this many kids and, and you're getting that interest back, you know, we were, really felt strongly about being in the gym and, and watching those guys compete. Um, absolutely. Pretty, pretty cool. I mean, this, you know, Flo's been doing this for a while now. Um, you know, the premise of the event of going out and being able to recruit the top two kids in the country at almost every weight and get them to all, you know, come to one location and, and compete, you know, they're, they're going to put that, they're going to put that ranking on the line. They're going to, they're going to challenge for that top spot in the country. Um, you know, just the premise of the event, I think is, is really great for the sport. Yeah. It's, I think it's what's important that you said is compete and put it on the line. And that's what you love uh, about kids, you know, kids, you know, uh, I'll say it's out there where in recruiting, some kids will go get a, a ranking, a number, and then you won't see them as much, you know, they, they, they kind of hide, right. They protect the ranking. And for me personally, man, I love kids. You get that, that number cause you've won a lot, but you keep going out there and competing and putting it on the line, competing every time you love that. Cause that's how it's going to be here. We just, spend a lot of time talking about a good schedule and what the big 10 is. So you want kids who embrace, I want to compete against the best. That doesn't scare me. I'm not worried about the number changing next to my name. I just want to compete and test myself. And we spend a, a lot of time looking for kids who embrace that idea. Like I want to be tested. I want to challenge myself. It's going to be good for me. And so that, that's the exciting thing about this is you're, you're looking at a lot of kids who, Hey, we, we want this challenge. I, I want that, you know, not, Hey, I got a number that I kind of want to protect, you know, that could hurt me. You know, I want to, I want to be tested. And so we really love that, that, uh, that attitude um, with, with these good kids. Absolutely. Um, kind of lost my train of thought there. Uh, Tony, I know, you know, the good, like you said, quick trip, we're able to find you some direct flights from, from Indy to Dallas Yep. Get you there, get you there nice and fast and, and ready to watch um, a night of great wrestling and, and, and see some, see some cool people. So you go, you go by yourself or is there uh, other members of the staff going? No, we've got a lot going on this weekend. <laughs> we've got a lot going on for about the next month uh, between training and just other things, fundraising things, events. So the, the staff and the team are both going to be busy this weekend. Okay. This is me sneaking away to, uh, to see these guys and families, you know, uh, yep. compete and enjoy it. Cool. Um, again, let's keep, let's keep it on the, uh, on the, the subject of great events mm -hmm. as, uh, we also just recently wrapped up the, uh, 2021 world team trials. Uh, those were in, were those in Lincoln? Is that right? They go back to Lincoln yep. for that? Yep, absolutely. So, um, the world team is set for 2021. Um, we had four of our five medalists from the Olympics uh, take their spots, um, which was, was great to see. We, you know, sent out some of the world's best once again. But then we added, what, four or five more to, to the list. Was that right? Mm-hmm. 61, 65, 70, 79, 92, six. We added six new to, uh, to the world team and, and uh, you know, notably a few guys that you're very familiar with. Yeah, I know. Uh, really excited and proud to see uh, 79 kilo with, with Jordan uh, suits him well. 
You know, I think a lot of people kind of wondered at his age and going up in weight. And I've been telling people that I really think, you know, um, the cut had had hurt him a little bit, you know, at the, you know, for 74 kilo and going 79 was going to really suit him well. And, and he, he, he was flying around pretty good. You know, uh, it looked like it suited him just fine. And he looked as hungry as ever, you know, so he continues to find ways to motivate himself and stay sharp and, 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 uh, you know, dominate the weight class, whatever weight class he's in. So that was tremendous. And then James green, you know, was, was, very fortunate uh, to spend time around James and coach James while I was at Nebraska as well. And, and he was back at his more natural weight class of 70 kilo. And he continued to, to just dominate that with that weight class as well. So really proud to see the two Nebraska guys uh, take care of their business and give themselves another chance, you know, uh, at, at achieving uh, world championships. Uh, overall, um, a pretty stacked lineup for the U S that they'll, that they'll yeah. send to, to Norway this uh this fall um yep. well i, I gotta have the the medalist from the olympics sorry to interrupt you there Tim. no by all means go the, the medalist from the olympics you have that which was tremendous event for for team usa and then what'd you do you went and you added Jaden cox you know another world champ multi-medalist and Wazdowski as well right like he's he's a medalist so you added you know you had all the, the olympic you know uh chatter going on well deserved and then you added those two guys and then uh, another tough, very tough supporting cast when you think about, you know, uh, uh, Diakama Hollis and some of those guys, right? I mean, you know, a very strong contingent uh, going to uh, the World Championships in Oslo. Yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Looking forward to uh, that event. Always enjoy some some international wrestling. Um, bringing things kind of back closer to home. Uh, the, the 2021, 22 school, you know, Corey talks about we're four weeks into the school year. Um, we're also about four or five weeks into the athletic calendar. Uh, you know, and a lot of teams here at Purdue being really successful, uh, soccer's off, women's soccer's off to a great start. Uh, volleyball is holding a top 10 national ranking. Um, football team is two and O cross country is off and running, uh, excuse the pun, um, but uh, a lot of a lot of good vibes around West Lafayette right now. No, you, like you said, uh, I'd echo the same thing. Like great start for all of these fall teams. A lot to be excited about. Clearly, uh, we're excited. Like wrestling, you know, you've seen the the preseason rankings are starting to come out, and and we think we can uh, do really well. Um, obviously, men's basketball here, uh, super high expectations. So no, just just good vibes. And the other thing I would add, uh, and this has been sticking in my head quite a bit lately, you know, we, we got together, um, you know, up at Coach Vega's house, you know, for a team retreat of sorts over Labor Day weekend. And, and I found that to be a tremendous event. Uh, it reminds you, um, you know, of the fun stuff. You know, winning is fun. Competing is fun, no doubt. Um, but coming off a of COVID year where you couldn't even get together, you know, you had to do all your meetings on Zoom and do smaller practices and you couldn't hardly ever have the whole team at one time, sometimes in the room, it just, you know, to have a more normal uh, summer training schedule. And now what the fall has been for team get togethers and events mixed in with all the hard work uh, has been tremendous. And I know the guys feel the same. They're like, this is this, you know, this is what makes this fun. This is what makes the hard work, you know, worth it because you're with your teammates and they're sacrificing with you. They're suffering right by your side. And, and we have a very, very close knit group that really supports each other in a, in a, in a positive way. And so that, I just wanted to mention that that's been 
been really enjoyable here these first four or five weeks of school as well. It makes that hard work, you know, worth it when you're, you're next to your guys who you, you really want to see do well. Absolutely. Um, you know, we got to, uh, we got to attend the, the opener against Oregon state for Purdue football. Uh, you know, obviously they, they, they help us out with some really nice seats and, yep. uh, you know, we had some, some, some wonderful guests in tow with us, but, uh, I mean, we were all there pretty amazing to see Ross Aid stadium full again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Packed electric environment, you know, at night, uh, the new the new video board, right? That you know the light show, everything that they did, the environment they created, you know, a lot of fun. And as you said, football did their part. You know, they uh, they came out with the W against Oregon State, and then followed it up with uh, you know with a a beatdown of of UConn. So uh, excited about rolling into the Irish uh, here this weekend. Um, you know, it'd be pretty cool. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, Drew Brees retired. Um, you know, Purdue football, great for those that don't know, which I don't know how you don't know, but you know, Matt Ramos, did you remember Matt Ramos didn't know on his visit? That's Matt awesome. Ramos didn't know who Drew Brees I don't was. remember that, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it was, it was wild. Dude is, dude knows like all the international wrestlers you can actually think of and throw at him. And we told him, we, we talked about Drew Brees and he was like, who? I'm, it was, it was, it was hilarious, but uh, I'm kind of okay Drew, with that actually. What's that? I'm okay with that actually. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Like his passion for the sport, right? Yep. Is awesome. That's why we love him. Like, no you know, yeah. he loves sure. the sport. That's where he spends his time. But Drew, uh, Drew's now on the NBC team and he'll be calling the game uh this weekend with uh Purdue and Notre Dame on, on NBC. So that'll be that'll be fun to hear a, a friendly voice on the on the broadcast there. And hopefully we we have he has some some good stuff to talk about. No doubt. So um Corey, you got anything else this week? Tony, you got anything or, else? I, I do, actually, a couple of things. I love all the coaches that, that I get to work with. And you, you mentioned soccer. We, we, we do the, the Drew Rolf show every week. And you mentioned, uh, you know, volleyball. We, we do the, uh, the Dave Shondell, Dick City podcast every week. Um, but one coach I don't get to work with very often, but I still love because he's a, a loyal listener to the uh, always aggressive podcast is, is head cross country coach, John Oliver. He is yeah, forever yeah. running into me in the hallway and, and referencing our last show. He sees me this morning. He's like, dude, when's the next podcast coming out? I'm like, well, we're <laughs> late today. Chill out, J.O. It's okay. Yep. We're, we're, we're going to get you some stuff. He, he was, he was team Tanner on the black album. He thinks I'm, I'm insane oh. for going with, Oh, you had to go back to that. <laughs> I, I know. Right. Um, but but so so thanks. To I also John. had a, by the way. I also had Rob Rabo Ninehouse tell me that it was clearly Hoosiers over Field of Dreams. Okay, and that you guys, and that you guys are insane. We'll politely disagree on that one. Um, yep. So shout out to Jo, uh, our our biggest maybe our biggest fan of the pod, and uh, just keep yep. doing what you're doing out on the out on the cross country course. I think he's insane for for running for a living, but you know, he's good at it. He's good at it. Keep I, doing uh, it. I still, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys feel this way a little bit, but like, I still find it kind of interesting when people like random people, like bring up the fact that they listen to the show and that they talk about something we talked about on the show. And, and yep. it's, uh, it, it's pretty wild. It's, it's awesome that people take that kind of interest in, in Purdue wrestling and, and what a few yahoos like us think about that and, and some of this other random stuff we talk about. 
Yeah, no, no doubt. But it's, but it's been great, right? Like uh, for me, you know, I, you guys know I'm conservative traditionalist about the sport and stuff. So this was uh, stepping out uh, at first of my comfort zone, but it's been really enjoyable. I enjoy the conversations and they go different places. Clearly we have lots of topics to talk about, but uh, often they go in different directions unintentionally. And I think it's still all good and kind of gives you uh, you know, different looks at the aspects of the sport and maybe what these kids go through, right? The, the hard work they put in and, and how that kind of reflects itself on the mat. For sure. It's a great, it's a great sport. No doubt, like you said, lots to talk about, lots of good stuff to talk about because I think the sport's in as good a place as it's been, you know, in decades. It's just going to it's going to keep getting a little bit more attention here and there. And, and you know, before you know it. Without- I'm really excited to see what kind of resources uh, from a television perspective get thrown into the sport this year and how many duels are going to be televised and whatnot. I think uh, I think fans are going to be really excited and really pleased with the. Uh, with the attention that we're going to, that we're going to get this year. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be an awesome, awesome year for Big yeah. Ten Rep. Well, and I think we had mentioned before, but I'll reference it again. So people have a little context on it is, you know, we were third in the ratings last year, like people loved it and, and ate it up, did really well with our broadcasts. And so when we did our April meetings, the Big Ten came and said, Hey, we, we want to find even more ways that we can uh, build and grow your numbers and your, your audience and so you've got a group of people actively trying to figure out, okay, how can we continue to promote or uh, do things together to, to get, bring in more, you know, more, more viewers, I guess. So that's exciting when people are like, yeah, we're, we're going to find new ways to, to, to help you guys out as well. And they already do a tremendous job. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the fun part that I've really enjoyed when you hear from them and they take an active interest and they're excited about what's going on with TV uh, viewership. Yes, for sure. Um, couple shout outs, uh, people keep your eyes open. Our friends at, uh, our friends at the Rudis, uh, we're going to have some gear stores popping up here in the next, uh, couple weeks. So keep your eyes peeled for that. We will, we will tweet those out and Facebook those and Instagram and everything else. We'll have that stuff, uh, available for people to, to check out. Um, yeah, that was the big one for me. Got to get that plug. Absolutely. Thanks again. See that gear. Love that new RTC gear. Absolutely. Uh, Fans out there. If you guys have anybody you want to see on the show, any guest suggestions, any, any, anything like that, you can always drop in the comments and tell us who you want to, who you want to hear from and, and uh, who you want to come on and make fun of me. Cause that's always, you know, that that's, that's typically Tony's favorite part. Uh, Never gets old there. Never gets old. Well, Hey, we could say this. Um, uh, we may we may have to have Sue flown on in the future because I'll just drop a little plug. My man's out on a bear hunt right now trying to kill a bear. So that might be of interest. You know, maybe we have Sue on and, and get a bear story out of this out of this deal. You know what I mean? So uh, that's the least he can do. Yeah. If we're going to give him the time off, we should at least require him to, like, come pay us back with his time to, to let people know about, you know, yep. what, what bear hunt was like. No, no, no doubt. Um, and, and he lined it up well in advance. It's a non-football weekend, right? Like we, you know, it's not as busy. I got to go on the road. You know what I mean? I got to go do my job, be on the road. But he he, he lined it up, no recruits in this. And he's like, I got to get a bear. So um, hopefully he's off taking care of that. And he'll have a good story for us when he returns this uh, this weekend. 
I mean, but be honest, Soup's not working that hard when he is in the office. So you might as well give him the time off. No, well, I got to keep him down in the wrestling room rolling with the guys, right? So, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that, that's, that's his job. There get down there and, uh, and, and get, get in the room with the boys. That's what the youngins are for. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Yeah, I can't wait to hear the bear stories. The one that got away. Yeah, let's hope that's not the case. I hope he has pictures. I need I need photographic evidence. Yeah. Speaking of honey, did you see the off track? Did you see the, you see the bowl that uh, Bjorn Schroeder got? That's what I was just gonna say. No. Those people go on. Bjorn Schroeder obviously graduated last year. Has a great Good job. Lord. Um, he he got a big old bowl. Uh, or he did a great job, you know, with the, the camera angle. But yeah, what, uh, that sucker looks huge. So uh, maybe we can find that in the future. If, if uh, Jake gets a bear and he's got a photograph, we could uh, ask Bjorn to supply us the, the photograph and we can compare and contrast, you know, uh, bull elk or, or bear. What's your favorite? Mm. So, and then we, yeah, I, people love that. Bring that. He's up in Alaska killing everything, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where we could go from there, so we're going to leave it there. <laughs> Fellas, you're going to end on that me. comment? I mean, really, trip. that's where you're going to end? That's I, it. I, <laughs> we're killing everything you in some, Alaska. What, what are you we, got some cookies really? and bubbles for us to finish on there, Isla? Yeah, that wasn't exactly a cookies and bubbles uh, ending, was it? But, uh, no, no, but I promise you I can connect the dots. He's been fishing and hunting uh, and, as a guide, so he's a good – Follow. That's why he, I think of it, right? I think of these guys off doing their their outdoor adventures, and nobody has better outdoor adventures than Pat Kissel. So <laughs> shout out to him. I love it. He's making he's making a living doing what he loves. You know, can't beat it. Absolutely, fellas. Have a great weekend, Tony. Have a safe trip. We'll catch y'all next time on the Old Aggressive Podcast for the Road.